Hey there, I am so excited to be talking to you guys all about corporate events today. Man, we are going to get into a lot of content, and so I'm super excited for you to be here talking all about corporate events. As you guys know, and you guys have been seeing in the media, there is not as much COVID going on right now, which means corporate is super excited to start booking their events again. If you were doing corporate before, you know that they have had a little bit of a relaxed idea of having events because of their employees being there or being exposed to COVID and taking out a whole bunch of things. And so we are excited because corporate is back and it is booking like none other. And so I'm going to be talking to you all about what you need to have in place to book corporate. If you've never done corporate before, I'm going to teach you a little bit about it in this episode as well. So hang on, grab a notebook, grab a pen, and get excited for this episode all about corporate events. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. events. Here we go. I'm so excited to get into this episode. You know that we love corporate events. Having corporate events instead of just having primarily weddings, having more of a mix of both weddings and corporate and social events has increased our average order like crazy. The number one thing that actually increased our average order from $750 per order to over $4,000 per order for the average. That's just the average, not our top selling, but the average being $4,000 is because we took on corporate events. We learned the corporate event um, area of events and understanding what went into all those. And there's a lot of different parts, different types of events that land in corporate. If you have been around in the podcast very long, or if you've been one of our students in Rental Biz Academy, you know that I teach on three separate types of events within the event world. You have the weddings, which is very simple. It's weddings. (laughs) It's the wedding day, or it's um, something involving the wedding day. It could be just a ceremony, just the reception, just a cocktail hour, but it's a wedding. The second is corporate events, and that's going to be your conferences, brand activations, store openings, grand openings, product launches, many different things can be in the corporate world. And then you have social, and that's going to be engagement parties, rehearsal dinners, baby showers, uh, birthday parties, anniversary parties, things like that, things that are not corporate and they're not wedding plans and social. could be set designs, things of that nature. And so that's what we teach as the three different types of events to land in. And today we're going to focus and narrow in on corporate events. Social events over the last two years of COVID have been primarily the main type of events happening. Uh, they were in a very small setting meaning that could have been dinner parties or birthday parties, things that allowed you to have an event during COVID, but still able to um, really rely on the small event uh, types of people that could be there and um, quantities of people. And then we also had weddings just on a smaller scale. And so those have been driving the events world for the last couple of years, but corporate is coming back. Um, We had a little bit of a scare in August with the Delta variant, and then we had a little bit of a scare with the Omicron variant in 
January. And no matter where you lay on the spectrum of whether you agree or disagree with COVID or you um, see the facts that the CDC is now releasing due to the last two years, no matter what you believe, it still affected the events industry. Whether you thought COVID was a total hoax or if you thought COVID was the end of the world, it still affected events, no matter what you believe. And so we have to take that with a grain of salt and put kind of our own ideas of COVID and our own ideas of the media and what's going on and rely on, look, whether we agree or not, still affected events. And so we have to take that um, seriously. And uh, just from personal experience in my rental company, I had about $200,000 worth of business being booked or about to sign to book of corporate events and then Omicron happened. And whether I agreed with it or not, it still affected my events. My two corporate events that made up $200,000 worth of events, they canceled because it was mainly their employees that were going to be there. And if COVID was released at those events and people caught COVID, it meant their entire staff was out for 10 days. And so it's really tough on a company. And so they ended up canceling their events. However, that was two months ago. And as we've seen with events, things bounce back pretty darn quick once we realize what it is and how we can overcome it. Back in August was one of my lowest revenue months, but getting into October and November were my highest uh, months, over $100,000 in sales each month. And so that being said, we can see a very, very short amount of revenue coming in one month and just a month or two later, see this massive growth in revenue those months. And so that's exciting to see. And that's what we're seeing in our company right now. January was a tougher January. It was still on average with our normal Januaries, but it felt like a little bit less because we were expecting so much more. But now that we're in March, we're seeing a massive month of revenue for March and expect that also for April, May, and June coming up as well. And so all that to say, it is important that you get into corporate because it could mean a huge difference in your total revenue at the end of the year. And it could also make a big difference in your average order size, going from $750 as my average order size back in 2018 to over $4,000 per average order in 2019 was a massive, massive change, as you can see with the numbers. And so, like I said, most of that is due to, to uh, corporate events. So coming back to corporate events, there are specific inventory items that I think that you need to have for your company. And so what we're going to be teaching in today's episode is the inventory that you need to have based on the type of event and the spaces at the event. We're also going to talk about uh, marketing for corporate events and how to get them on your radar. And then I'm also going to um, teach you about how to create content to attract corporate events. People who plan corporate events and people who plan weddings, they want to see themselves or their event in your marketing efforts. And so if they all, all they see is weddings, it's going to be really hard for a corporate company to come in and say, hey, I want you to do corporate stuff for me if they don't see you doing any corporate. And so I'm going to teach you how to create some content for that. So let's dive into the very first thing is having the right inventory for your company to be able to um, do corporate events. And so the first thing that we need to talk about is the types of events so that we know what to get. Um, the types of events for corporate uh, range all over the place, and I expect that there's going to be some additional types of corporate events that happen over the next couple of years because people are thinking in a different way and people are thinking 
about how do they engage with their audience, engage with their employees in a new different way than what they have done in the past. And so and the first one is going to be brand activations. Now, the first time I heard this word brand activations, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what is that? And secretly under the table, Googled brand activation or what is a brand activation? And long story short, a brand activation is a company who is launching something within their brand as a new product or a new service or new something that they are launching. So an example of this is Ralph Lauren. We worked with them in 2019. They uh, were releasing a new perfume under their line. And so that was a brand activation for them. We've worked with Tula Skincare. And Tula Skincare came out with their um, eye cream or eye roller on a little stick. That was a brand activation. So we're able to work with them to create a new um, brand activation for them. And so it's companies that are launching something. It typically consists of a whole bunch of influencers or marketing partners that are going to help push that item or push their sales into um, going after that new launch or that new brand activation that they're doing. And so um, sometimes it's a smaller type of event and sometimes it's bigger depending on the audience and the reach that they want to pull. They might bring in some marketing partners such as magazines. They might bring in photographers, influencers, people of that nature that will help propel them further. Um, so that's one type of corporate event. You also have conferences. Now conferences have still happened the last couple of years, but in a different way. And so we have to look at this into our new reality of how we operate events. In the last two years, we've seen way more virtual conferences happen. And so the virtual conference is much different than attending a conference in person. You may have attended a virtual conference in the last year, and you may have attended an in-person conference in the last few years before COVID. And there's a big difference because you have an in-person gathering where you need stage design, you need um, marketplace shop areas, you need check-in tables, you need all these things for your corporate event, whereas virtually you just have your computer. And so there's less rentals and less design that goes into it as a physical product um, than a digital product when it's online. And so with online conferences, really all you have to pay, atten pay attention to is the video and what is shown inside the video. Um, you might have a little bit more like um, green rooms for your speakers and such, but on a scale of how many rentals and things that you need for a corporate event, when it is a virtual event versus an in-person, it's going to be quite a bit less. Now, going into this new reality of events, I expect there to be a balance of both corporate events being in-person and online um, accessibility. We've seen that in our own business in the last few months, where our annual conferences that have done conferences for years and years and years, the last two years they've done it virtually, and this year they're uh, having the option to be in-person and virtual as well. And they're working out in really, really great um, uh, areas. And so that's another type of event we have to look at. The other ones are store openings. Um, there was a company here locally at North Park Mall called Leatherology. They did a launch with their brand here in the DFW Metroplex. And they were only open for, um, I believe they opened up in November and closed in February, mainly the holiday season and Valentine's and all that. And then they closed that shop and they're moving on. And so it's more of a temporary location, but we were able to do their grand opening. Uh, Parachute Home, which is another uh, brand here locally. It's a national brand, but they opened up a shop in the Knox Henderson area of Dallas. 
And we were able to partner with them for their um, launch of their grand opening. And so that's another type of corporate event that you can um, kind of partner with and make their event really special. The next one is launches. So this is launching a new brand, launch, launching a new product, very similar to brand activations, um, but it's really to propel the brand, not necessarily a product or a new service. And so as you can see, there's lots of different types of corporate events. There's pop-up shops, there's trade shows, lots of different ones, but those are the main ones that we see rentals going to. Now, when you're thinking about at the event, this is where the um, idea and conversation of rentals comes around of what specific types of inventory you need is what are you supplying at the event? Now, the most common one when you very first arrive to your event is a check-in area. And typically that is something similar to a bar or a table or um, little pedestals or somewhere where attendees, when they arrive, they can uh, say that, hey, I'm here. I need a name badge or I need something or I just need to check in and then go find my seat. This looks a little bit different today than it did two years ago. Two years ago, we had more of the check-in, get your swag bag, get your lanyard or your name tag or something like that, and then go sit down. Well, today we're seeing a lot more that are QR code or a scan or a mobile ticket, and it's less touch um, and then going to sit down. Some still have swag bags, some don't. Sometimes they're a virtual swag bag. So every corporate event is very different. But the very first one is a check-in station. And so finding inventory that works really well for that. Um, that could consist of backdrops, bars, podiums, pedestals, lots of different things. Think about different bar stools that your check-in people have to sit at to do those. Um, the next area that is most common right inside of the corporate event is some sort of a store or a shop or some sort of an, a merch area where they can pick up merchandise that's branded to the conference or um, there's items that complement the conference. And so at a recent conference that we did, they are a Christian ministry. And so they have some Bible studies and some coffee cups with some cute little verses and, and quotes on them pens, things like that. And some people have merchandise like shirts or sweatshirts or things of that nature. And so having garment racks or shelving um, to help them display that product is really great. Another thing that we've seen recently is having little vessels where they can put some of their smaller items in their shop inside of those. And so think of things like pens or um, little pens that you put on your shirt or on your lanyard. They could be stickers, lots of little things that you can sell at a shop. Having vessels to put those inside of um, is a great way to increase your um, revenue on those and have an upsell item. Having a stage is very, very common, especially with a conference, but sometimes also for a brand activation if they plan on doing any speaking. And so if you can offer a stage for rental or if you can offer um, stage rentals for them, meaning podiums or um, uh, speaker chairs for people to sit down as they are speaking. Um, they could be stage lounges for conversations to happen on stage. So different types of things that can happen on stage and relying on your coordinator at the conference to tell you what is happening on the stage and what can you do to supply those items. One thing to think about when you're looking at lounge furniture or chairs for your speakers is thinking about how people on stage sit different than how they would sit in a lounge chatting with their friends outside the conference. And so if you think about it, when you're sitting on an elevated stage, 
you may have women that are uh, dressed in skirts or dresses. And so having something that is not able to have the audience see up their skirt or their dress is really the main thing that you need to think about. The other main thing that you want to think about is when they are sitting, you don't want them to have to lean back too far in order to, one, have them more relaxed, two, have them um, have like a double chin when they're leaning back. For the camera view and for zoom-ins, it can make them feel very uncomfortable. And so what you want to look for is something that has a higher back and has more of a firm um, seat cushion to it so that they're not kind of sinking in to that chair, if that makes sense. And so just thinking about that um, and when you are buying furniture that's specifically for a stage is really important. If you are talking through those with your clients, you are then going to be looked at as the expert and they're going to build that trust. I've talked many times on this podcast about uh, building this bridge of trust with your clients. And when you know your stuff and you know the right things to say, you're building that trust factor way more than, than if you weren't to. And so that's important. Your speakers or your attendees may have areas where they want to kind of chill out and relax. And so having entrance areas that have lounge furniture is really important to create that ambiance and to create those connection points with other attendees. When you have a lot of speakers or even just a handful of speakers, there's usually some sort of a speaker room, speaker tent, green room, somewhere for them to relax and get ready for their um, speech or whatever they are going to be saying to the attendees. And so having an area where you can Create that environment where they feel relaxed, clear mind is a really uh, good thing. Less patterns on the furniture, less patterns on the rentals back there to keep a clear mind is really important to think about. A lot of corporate events also have backdrops for photo booths and they have areas where they want to engage, see social media tags on certain areas and having a photo booth or a backdrop to create an Instagrammable moment is really important for one, marketing their own uh, conference and two, creating memories for their attendees. Another thing that we see quite often here in Texas is Texas-based themes. Now you might be in an area where you have uh, maybe one of the seven wonders of the world or you have a different type of uh, terrain where you're at. Maybe you're in a desert, maybe you're in the mountains, maybe you're in Colorado or Texas or the beach. Um, you might see more themes that are around the terrain that you live in and operate your business in. I guarantee you people in Miami are not looking for a Texas-themed event. They're probably looking for a beach-themed event. People in Colorado are probably looking for a woodsy Colorado feel to their event. And so looking at the ter terrain and where you are located is really important and also understanding what types of inventory and what types of themes that you need to show and uh, suggest to your clients. A lot of people might not know what they want or they might know what they want, but then you mentioned, hey, um, a lot of our clients actually come to Texas and they're looking for a Texas theme. And so we've got some certain inventory. Is that something that you're interested in? And then they might have a light bulb moment where they're like, oh, you know what? That actually would be cool. How about we do the check-in area is Texas themed or maybe we have a Texas themed room. Um, and so getting some inventory and some inspiration of what you can do that would align with that. I guarantee you wine barrels or like cactus plants or things like that would not probably do as well in Miami or LA than they would do here. And so understanding that is really important. 
So that's what we need to talk about with inventory. Make sure you have the inventory that is ready to go for your corporate events based on what they are asking for and what you as the expert um, would recommend for their events. The second thing that we want to talk about is marketing for corporate events. Now, this is really important because if you don't market the right way, your corporate clients can't find you to rent from you. They're going to Google and you're not going to come up. And so the number one way that corporate events find their vendors is through Google. What does that mean? Well, you can go back to some of our episodes about SEO, which we're going to link in the show notes. You can go check those out. But um, doing some SEO marketing is highly, highly profitable when it comes to marketing for corporate events. How do you do that? Well, you do that through keywords and meta descriptions on your blog posts, on your homepage, on your corporate um, pages on your website, on the inventory pages that you have specifically for corporate. Um, SEO is a huge, huge factor into that. And so I encourage you to go back to that episode. Um, Blogging, like I said, is really important because if you can put the content out there and pin it on Pinterest or put it on social media and then also put it in Google, that is really important. Um, You could also blog for or, or have marketing for corporate events on specific blogs. And so Party Slate um, in particular, it's a really popular one where corporate DMCs and planners and people who are planning these events will go to Party Slate to figure out their themes or their colors and what they want to rent and do for floral and all those things. And they will go to Party Slate. And so having an active profile on Party Slate is really important. We have one and it works really great for us. It allows us to be able to put out content that is corporate themed for them to see and find us. Um, Cold leads and hunting for sales is really important when it comes to marketing because if you are using Party Slate and if you're using Google and SEO and blogging, if you can go out and hunt for these sales, that's even better as well because then you're getting right in front of their faces. Some of our biggest corporate events is because I hunted for them. I found them. I found their contact information. I called them or I emailed them. Or I figured out that they go to the same networking events I go to. And so I figured out their name and what they look like. And so I could find them at the event and go introduce myself. Um, If there's specific venues that have a ton of corporate events, like convention centers or hotels, going and meeting with those venues and the coordinators that recommend vendors is really important as well. Because I would bet you, and I know 100%, that these corporate events that come into town They're asking the venue, hey, who comes here um, often to do your rentals for corporate events? If you've never been there, if they don't know about you, they can't recommend you. Um, Also, building DMC relationships and venue relationships is really important. So not only the venues, but DMCs. What's a DMC, Cam? A DMC is a destination management company. It's essentially what a wedding planner is for a wedding as a planner and designer for corporate events. It's how people will gather all their vendors in their timelines and their backup show notes and all of that to do their events. And so building those relationships is really, really key and really important. The last thing that we're going to talk about today is showing examples of your work. I mentioned earlier in the show that if you are only marketing uh, weddings, if you're only marketing social events and you're not showing any corporate events, it's going to be really hard for your clients to see themselves working with you because they think that you've never done it before. And because corporate events have a lot of details that go with them, they can get a little nervous if they see that you've never done a corporate event. And you might be thinking, hey, I haven't ever done a corporate event, so how do I actually get a corporate event? 
while you really, really learn about the corporate event world. And we've got a couple other episodes where you can go check that out. And inside of Rental Biz Academy, my signature online course, we also talk all about corporate events and how you get into corporate events there as well. So there's a ton of training on there. You can also grab the freebie that we have about how to pivot into corporate events and learn more about it there as well. The other thing that you can do if you have never done corporate events or if you don't have enough content for corporate events is do a styled shoot. This is super underrated when it comes to corporate events because we do styled shoots for weddings all the time, but we never do styled shoots for corporate events. What's stopping you? Nothing. You can go and do a styled shoot for corporate and show corporate event rentals in a styled shoot and that will give you content. Grab a photographer friend and go shoot a whole bunch of corporate types of rentals. All right, we've talked a ton about corporate events. We've talked a ton about how to get involved in those, how to have the right inventory, the types of events that you can do, and how to market those. So I hope this episode has been really, really helpful for you. I'd love to see you in our community by joining our Facebook group, the Rental Pro Community Facebook group. We'll link it in the show notes along with some of those extra freebies and opportunities for you to learn more about corporate events. All right, friends, we'll see you next week. Bye.